Kutsia here with you again with Kutsia Kaha Malaysian Fast and it's episode 4. We'll be celebrating Raya this weekend. By the time you listen, it's probably already Raya, okay? So congratulations to Malaysians everywhere for having survived and keeping sane for most of us under, well, the first phase, which was movement control order and the second phase, conditional movement control order, which... Malaysians have been flouting left, right and centre as though we're a bunch of lawless people. And I don't quite understand that, but you know what? It's still Ramadan as I'm recording this, so supposed to sabar, right? I'm supposed to be patient. I'm not supposed to be griping or complaining, but you know what? Sometimes it's very difficult, lah, okay? Anyway, some stories that I'd like to share with you. So finally, after like 41 days of staying home, after numerous grocery runs that I had to do and errands to the pharmacy etc I finally filled up petrol after 41 days but I kind of forgot how to not how to pump petrol everybody knows how to do that but it was actually how much I was supposed to put in versus what it actually ended up being so normally I would fill up about 70 ringgit for my car but I thought oh okay price of petrol had gone down so I decided okay let's fill up 60 and he kept stopping at 54, and I couldn't understand why, and I thought, oh, great, the one that I'm at has a faulty pump, right? And so I kept trying to, you know, um, push or squeeze the grip harder um, so that it would pump more petrol in my car. And then when it started splashing out of the tank, that's when I realized, oh, the price of petrol had gone down to, what, negative 10 or something per barrel and that's when i realized okay i guess 54 is the new 70 where my car is concerned which was kind of shocking but also nice because i managed to save a lot of money and i imagine a lot of people were not unhappy about that so that was my filling up petrol after 41 days story also what was kind of distressing was when couples were allowed to go shopping together and I understand that you want to enjoy each other's company, but seriously, holding hands in the middle of an aisle while your other hands are holding on to a trolley, I have to get through people. It's kind of hard when I'm trying to push my own trolley past two people who are still in love, but also holding on to their trolley. I mean, new date night? That was kind of cumbersome, okay? Not because... I, I begrudge you your love. No, no, no. You deserve to be happy. It's just that when two people who are a couple are queuing up, it makes that single file queue that you have to be in that much longer, right? And, and you have to wait outside even longer because now you're talking about 25 couples in there instead of 50 individuals. So just like, kasihan sikit to single people like me who are going in to shop for other people as well, okay? Because I got to shop for my mom too. I'm not just shopping for myself. Uh, another thing that I quite liked was I started noticing lady friends of mine who were kind of rocking the grey hairs on Instagram. I mean, everybody knows it was a bit of a disaster when we couldn't see our favourite hairdressers. And I think for some of us, we kind of miss our hairdressers more than we do our boyfriends. That's another story for another podcast. But anyway, you couldn't access dyes as well, okay? So just in case you're asking like, oh, don't know how to dye your hair at home, is it? No, you have to understand that a lot of pharmacies ran out of hair dyes. I am telling you, this is Kesah Benar, true story, okay? Because I went into five different pharmacies trying to find 
my color of hair dye because I, I turned gray at 18 or 19, okay? So I've been dyeing my hair for like decades. But anyway, pharmacies ran out of hair dyes. We couldn't get access to hair dyes. We couldn't keep our, our roots touched up. And so I salute all the women who had the to rock the gray hairs on Instagram with no apologies. That was absolutely fantastic to look at. Oh, while I was, you know, looking at hair um, <laughs> on Instagram, I also discovered that Boris Johnson's hair has two Twitter accounts and various ones on Instagram, uh, some of which are also labeled Boris Johnson's testicles. And there's one that also means testicles, but a bit more rude. So I'm not going to mention that right now in this podcast. Um, also, in the past few weeks, Bollywood lost two acting giants, Irfan Khan and Rishi Kapoor. And I bet you anything, this Raya weekend, your mom is going to be watching Bobby online during Raya. So there's been some changes in the world uh, since COVID-19 was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. For example, for the first time since World War II, and I'm sure some of you have heard of this, Germany is cancelling Oktoberfest. Yes, I repeat that. For the first time since World War II, Germany has cancelled Oktoberfest for 2020. And on the nice celebrities side of things, Andy Serkis, who is famous, of course, for playing Gollum and repeating the most famous lines from that movie franchise, my precious. Well, he gave a continuous 12-hour live reading of The Hobbit online and it was to raise money for all the frontline health workers, the frontliners. And you know what? For the, the 12 hours that he was reading live, he only took toilet breaks. That was it. So I was also doing some research into sleep shopping. And uh, before you say that's not a thing, good sir, let me tell you, it is a thing. Because I almost bought a freaking ugly garden faucet in my sleep. And I know you're thinking, like, how on earth is this even possible? Let me tell you. So you know how a lot of us <laughs> seem to be like holding our phones as we go to sleep. Like it's some bedtime story that we want to listen to except we're not listening to any story. We're actually looking at either Carousel or Shopee or Amazon or whatever your favorite shopping site is. And uh, somehow I must have tapped on something as I was nodding off. Uh, because when I woke up, I found that I had very nearly bought this very ugly industrial looking garden faucet. I'm, I'm very glad that there are measures in place where you can't just tap and buy in one go. Um, so that's my sleep shopping story. If you have an interesting sleep shopping story to share, please drop me a line. I'd love to hear it. So um, in the last podcast, I had shared with you some stories about animals around the world and how they were faring uh, with the lack of human presence during COVID-19. And since it's quite popular, uh, I'll bring you more animal stories right now, like how you can call eels via video in Japan. Not kidding you. The Sumida Aquarium in Tokyo, which has been closed since March 1st due to the coronavirus pandemic, keepers in the aquarium were kind of worried that these tiny little eels, they are known as garden eels, would forget human faces and then develop a fear of people. Uh, not exactly good for business when garden eels, who are so cute that you want to keep them as pets, 
start hiding in the sand, you know. So anyway, what the keepers did was they installed five tablets alongside the tanks and people called in all day to talk and wave at these tiny little eels so that, you know, eventually when humans come back to the Sumida Aquarium, the eels won't freak out. I, I have to say, I first saw these garden eels at Aquaria KL and they are truly the most adorable things you could keep in an aquarium tank. But don't, okay? Um, because it's a heavy commitment. Believe me, I did the research. Uh, also, in the corporate world, Amazon VP Tim Bray resigned because workers were, surprise, surprise, treated badly. Now, he's vice president of Amazon Web Services and he's been there for like five years. He released a statement to say that he considers the fired workers as whistleblowers. Yeah, Amazon is owned by Jeff Bezos. You know, Jeff Bezos, richest guy in the world. Jeff Bezos, also not a nice guy. And you're probably wondering just how much Jeff Bezos has made since COVID-19 kept people at home with not much resistance to online shopping. Are you ready for it? Jeff Bezos made 24 billion USD in just weeks. That's right. The man who goes sledding in the snow in Europe while his warehouse employees have to wear adult diapers because they can't go on toilet breaks has earned over 20 billion US dollars while the world economies are on the verge of collapsing. And it's only May. Can you beat that? Alright, so before we wrap up episode 4, I just wanted to share with you two more pieces of news. Uh, as I'm recording this, I just found out that famed legend from Africa, Morikante, has passed away, unfortunately. And uh, if you've never heard of Morikante because you're, you're way too young to remember Yeke Yeke, just Google it, YouTube it. Uh, it's not on TikTok, so don't even bother looking there. Unless, of course, tomorrow people start using uh, Yeke Yeke on TikTok. But um, yeah, Yeke Yeke, one of the best songs ever made under the category of world music. Remember that category? Remember that genre? Also, another piece of news that's not so nice, Weight Watchers in the US just fired some of its staff via Zoom. How cruel is that? Hi, uh, Alicia and uh, Jack. Um, you don't have to come in to work on Monday, uh, not just because we are on lockdown, but uh, you no longer work here. And that's just awful, man. It also got me thinking, right? If companies like Weight Watchers can actually fire people over Zoom, how many couples are actually breaking up over Zoom as well? Like, hi, Jane. I, I really didn't like your TikTok yesterday. Uh, I thought it was awful and you butchered the dance steps. So I'm breaking up with you. But I'd like to think also that there are couples who are getting together over Zoom. You know, this this being forced to talk to each other instead of just texting each other, perhaps, you know, bringing people closer together, strengthening interpersonal skills, and hopefully proposals are happening via Zoom as well. I mean, we don't have statistics on that just yet, but I'm betting you anything that perhaps by year's end, there'll be like HuffPost articles on this, um, or perhaps in Vanity Fair. Who knows? Who knows? I'm hoping for happier things to happen on Zoom instead of people being fired and people breaking up. That's it for me. Um, I'm going to go off now and, and do my usual disappearing down the rabbit hole thing, which is called TikTok. I, I cannot believe how addictive this thing is. It's terrible. 
I tell myself I'm just going to watch TikTok for like 15 minutes and then two hours later I realize it's 3.30 in the morning and I've been watching people doing wipe, wipe, wipe it down, wipe. So I bid you a fantastic Raya and if you're not celebrating Raya, well I, I bid you a fantastic weekend because I think, well, possibly the next weekend is going to be the last one where we're all going to be at home and after that it's back to work of course under different conditions but you know as soul to soul said it what 30 years ago back to life have a great weekend everyone take care